Hey, so we're live in the wrestling room, big guy. So how are you? How you doing? Um, thanks for coming on. Man, I really appreciate this. This is super cool. So I know um, I know you were looking forward to the Olympic trials, kind of got delayed. I know you've been working hard. Um, obviously, Son in Christ, I know you're very faith-based, which is awesome. And um, I mean, first off, let's just, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Pretty relaxed, honestly, you know, like there's things that we can control and we can't control, you know, and right now with the, how bad the virus is, it, it made a lot of sense to keep everyone away from each other. So right now, just trying to take it day by day, focus on the things I can do to improve myself and just try to reach others, you know, I'm, I'm uh, grateful I get a chance to talk to some of your guys on the team and just be able to share some thoughts. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, um, I guess it just gives you an opportunity to get in better shape, huh? Yeah, yeah. Biggest thing I've been focusing on, not not only just with the conditioning, the strength and whatnot, it's just the mental approach to the wrestling, to how to look at the sport from a standpoint of visualization, self-talk, and video review. Just putting more emphasis on that, I think, than I was when I was younger. And so this gives me a lot of opportunities to really mold my mindset around things because I think the sport of wrestling, people really get overlooked kind of the mental side of it. When you get, when you jump levels, I think that's the biggest thing that is, uh, is the key to it. Yeah. You'd say a lot of people, I'm sure when you get to a certain level, the difference in the skill is probably small. So the mental aspect of it comes in, I guess, is basically what you, what you would say. Exactly. Like at the top, you're kind of splitting hairs with some of the best guys. Because you're all really strong, you're all good shape, quickness, and then you have moves that work well for you. So that's just being able to approach the sport and give everything you have at the moment and just knowing the positions that you need to be in to win the match and just visualizing those and visualizing uh, just what it looks like and the self-talk beforehand because you can do so much training, but if you're not prepared for the moment or you're freaking out, you're nervous, then you're not going to perform the way you want to. So it's like getting the most out of, out of the performance that things requires the same kind of physical training as mental training each day, just visualizing yourself being in that arena, competing against one of your competitors or anyone that, and just visualizing you go through the moves that you're doing like you would in a wrestling practice. Yeah. Wow. So, so obviously a lot of kids are not are not at their clubs right now. They're not uh, in their wrestling rooms. Um, they're in the off season, which is usually from uh, that's where you get better. So uh, to the kids that are at home and, and still wanting to improve, what would you tell them? Yeah, so I think one is formalizing a strength program that fits your needs. For me, when I was in high school, I wanted to put on some mass. So in between my sophomore and junior year, same thing, junior and senior year, I was able to do about four days of lifting during the week. And I had a good structure from trainers and coaches around the area. And I kind of formulated my own strength training program that kind of hit every muscle, but also had gave me enough rest where I wasn't overtraining during the summer. But I think three to four days, if you try to put on mass as a porn, during the off season. And then as far as conditioning goes, I would recommend 
three good three good days of conditioning based one longer conditioning based one that's like a steady pace around 45 minutes one that's a shorter hard working pace as about 10 to 15 minutes whether it's a two mile all-out run or 10 to 15 minute hard bike on like a watt like a watt bike or uh air down or something like that and then some sprinting like four four hundreds or ten one hundreds with um decent breaks in between so that's what i recommend from the strength conditioning aspect and three areas i would say the strength to work on is your explosiveness with your hips so some kind of squatting or lunging or deadlifting hip hinge movement some back whether you have a pull-up bar or weights to do rows, your back and last strength is really important. And then, well, there's four. Your grip, so working your grip, whether you get grippers or you have a bar to do uh, barbell, uh, uh, barbell where you're holding and gripping the barbell and you're curling it up to your wrist or wrist curls or any kind of squeezing motion. If you have a medicine ball, squeezing the medicine ball and then some poor stuff keeping your core really strong so those are the four areas i think from a strength aspect you need to have in wrestling so and then just incorporating different things alongside of it like i've been doing some yoga exercises to work my stability flexibility and just relaxing you know That's been yeah a lot of the trainers are are really starting to um require yoga with the with the wrestlers i know uh for kind of the flexibility and stuff in the sport well it's a balance you know like if you're doing so much strength training it's going to tighten up your body whether you like it or not so you need to balance it all with flexibility and yoga and even like if you can't touch your toes there's a problem you know there's a problem so like you need to be able to get to certain positions in a sport it's going to really hinder you just you know, the flow of it, you know. The more I look at wrestling, it is a fight, but you also need to have that art and be able to flow through moves. And if you're really tight, everything's going to be kind of robotical, mechanical, you know. So being able to have that strength to be needed, but also the flexibility and agility when when it calls for it as well. Yeah. Awesome. So the other thing I recommend for conditioning, besides running and biking and swimming, I did again on swimming, especially coming back from injuries. And that really engages every muscle. And for wrestlers, because usually we have some muscles on us, we kind of sink. So it's just, it's intense. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> so what is, um, what, what are you, what are some of your future goals? Obviously the Olympics is in, in, in the near future for you, right? That's um, the sight lines. I know that you do uh, go out and do clinics and stuff, and we'll get into all that so that uh, people can get a hold of you. Is there MMA in the future? Is there, is it wrestling and, and that's what you're looking to do? Or do you get that asked a lot? What, what are you looking at? I actually do get asked a good amount about <clears throat> MMA. So right now, focus this coming year is just preparing as much as I can for the Olympic trials and getting different, get different tournaments, going to international events every six to eight weeks, and also just getting different different partners in the room and traveling a little bit to just get different feels, different coaching, stuff like that. And then I want to see how things go, you know, like MMA is something that's pretty, pretty up and up right now with 
how popular it is. And so I did a good amount of boxing when I was younger. So we could see possibly doing MMA after the Olympics. But right now it's just taking it this year as it is. That's awesome. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm, I'm sorry we don't get to see that this year. This virus kind of extended the the Olympics to next year, I, I believe they said. And, um, man, for all these, these, all these wrestlers, off-season clubs, I know – I got to meet you at CFWA last year when you came down and trained in there and, and kind of helped those kids out getting better during the off season. And that was awesome. And uh, I know the kids eyes get real big when somebody of your statue comes in there, you know? So it's, it's always good to see what they can become, right. To have somebody like you around them. And obviously the character person that you are too. anybody you talk to uh, real good things to say about you. I know um, one of the, one of the old coaches down there at uh, I think his little brother is Elijah over there at Ohio state. Um, and he's hanging in there. Hey, hey, he's made the team, right? He's doing well. He's gotten some good wins this year. So good for him. But um, so as far as business now, I, I know that you're going, you have clinics that you offer. Tell us about it. How do we get a hold of you? Um, are you doing virtual stuff right now? What um, what are you looking to do to keep yourself busy other than weight train and wrestle? Yeah, that's a good question. So I have a website called natowrestling.com. And so if anyone wants to go on that, the fr- first page is how can I help you, whether it's coming in, doing a private one-on-one or doing a regular wrestling clinic for the day or doing a uh, a speaking engagement or anything other than, other than that that I can help with. That's one way. The other way is just reaching me through a social media platform, whether it's Instagram or Twitter or even Facebook. I try to respond as well with that. And, um, yeah, just going from there, I would say right now the biggest thing that I've been trying to do is just uh, just enjoy this, this month, read some books for pleasure, I'm actually reading the fifth Harry Potter book right now. <laughs> That's awesome. So I've been doing that. Uh, I watched a pretty good movie called uh, Dark Waters a couple couple days ago. So just doing, watching that. And I'm studying for uh, a strength certification called CSCS, um, Certified Strength Conditioning uh, Specialist. And so that I've been doing about three hours a day studying because it's, it's pretty intensive tests, about 110 questions. But I figured as I get older, it would be good to have a certification because I feel like I have a great uh, platform, not only to teach wrestling, but also strength training because that was one of my favorite things growing up. When I got into high school, I wanted to be in the weight room almost every day. So people have to tell me this. Get out of the weight room because I'm overtraining. Yeah, I can so, see it. It's starting to happen with my 14-year-old. He just wants to be on the weights now all the time. Exactly. So if I have that, I feel like it'll be just another platform to just teach the proper mechanics, teach the, the, how much reps you should be doing, stuff like that, which I have a good baseline around, but I, I'm definitely learning more as I'm reading it because a lot of it's just like the science behind the, and just the anatomy and everything like that. So I've been studying for that right now. I'm going to probably take that exam in the next month or two. So nice. that's kind of keeping my... And you have, and you have a great, and you have a great newsletter. Yeah. I yeah. do get your newsletter all the time. You can sign up on, on the same page, right? And I think um, when we're done here, uh, you're going to jump onto the wrestling room and, and um, post the information there. And if, 
if uh, if anybody has any questions, can they post inside that feed and 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 if you see it, you can answer it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Um, what else, man? What else you want to talk about? What uh, What do you want to uh, tell the world about? What a, How has this affected the wrestling world? I mean, tell us. Yeah. You You there? in this state right now where like everyone's in quarantine and it can feel that we're distant sometimes from people but I just I feel like the biggest thing is just reaching out to people through email through calls through text see how people are doing really reconnecting with people and then just reconnecting with ourselves you know just doing some meditation deep thinking stuff like that I think that sometimes gets overlooked we just get into the grind of go to work if you have kids help your kids in the afternoons and next thing you know it's time to go to bed so it's just getting getting that time same thing with getting time with uh alone time with god you know being able to get time in in the word and really reflect on your relationship with christ i mean that's what i've been trying to do in the mornings and the evenings you know so some of those things i think are important right now as we're all kind of in this state of just kind of where it's it's tough you're just kind of sitting around trying to figure out things to do um i think that's kind of big to just value those little things and then just uh, be creative in how you approach things. Like I've been watching different TED Talks, trying to learn from from those, from people's experiences and those. So just, I think those are good. Just always trying to expand your knowledge of things. So those are a couple of things I would recommend if you're, if you're just bored, besides just watching Netflix and doing video games, which is fine, but just try to, try to, Learn something each week, you know. Yeah, education is um, is important. You can be the greatest wrestler. You need to be educated as well, right? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, you know, we're always learning. That's the thing. I graduated from college two years ago, but I'm I'm always trying to be curious and learn from people. And I think the biggest thing is just being open for that. You know, trying to research things and then just uh, yeah. Looking, looking at people that have a good knowledge on things. So I'm glad that you reached out and we can just share some stuff. Yeah, man. Anytime we can get on into the wrestling room. Anytime I can, I can get questions. We can ask people to reach out. We can get uh, Ricky Marcus, who started the wrestling room. He's got family members. His uh, his son is one of his sons is a coach over at Kaiser. So um, oh, sweet. <clears throat> he's been uh, definitely involved, and I do appreciate him letting us come on and use this platform. I know that um, to talk to you on my page is one thing, but to talk around wrestlers, I mean, wrestling is your life, is their life. And it's good to somebody as grounded as yourself and, and, and makes education important can, can tell kids you can do both, you know? Exactly. You know, that's same thing you put in the training is, is the same thing I would put into my schoolwork, you know, like we sometimes get caught up in, solely focusing on wrestling it's just like the school is as important getting your degree figuring out what you want to do in your life and just people see that work ethic in the in the room but they also need to see it in the classroom you know so it's like that's what I try to keep in mind and my parents were always really on me about just valuing the education and to be an example in that sense so it it became kind of natural to really focus on 
getting good grades and doing the study, getting time to talk with the teacher if I need help with anything. And yeah. it's just, it goes fast. So just, I would say enjoy just, it, right? Just, yeah. That's awesome. It's a grind. It's a grind. But it's, it's, some, some days I do miss being back in the college college room and being part of the Ohio State team. But right now I'm in a good position to be kind of a mentor for some of the younger guys and just, um, just increase uh, just knowledge in the sport and being able to share it to others and uh, figure out next chapter once I'm done competing. That's awesome. So uh, before we go, let's let's find out what uh, the 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 best match you were ever in, your favorite match, your I don't know the match that sticks into your mind the most. Yeah, probably the semis of my freshman year in college in the Big Ten. So I was wrestling Jesse Delgado, who was a returning two-time champ at at that pair, at that point, and I had before that I had lost to a couple guys that were in the top five. So I hadn't had a top five win, and I think he was ranked third. And it was just like that match was at Ohio State. It was in Columbus at the Big Ten. It was the first time that they hosted it in fourteen years in Columbus, and it was like just having the crowd behind me and just. I ended up getting a takedown and riding up the last 20 seconds to win it three to two. And it's just like, that one was just a really memorable match because I felt like at that moment, I really believed I was going to be the champ of the national tournament. And it was just like being able to get that marquee win kind of gave me the mental belief that I could beat anyone in the country, anyone in the world, you know, it's just like, you belong. That, right. That was a fun match. And so ended up winning the Big Tens that that year, the next couple of years, and won the Nationals that year. And it was just uh, it just was a, a good good time because it's like I brought the Ohio State wrestling community together. I brought the state together and just brought my family together as well. So Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm, you were on the map, but then you were really on the map, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Well, hey, man, I, I mean, we, we talk to each other via email every once in a while. Uh, I'd love to do this again sometimes. Uh, let me know whenever you're free and, and we can jump back on. Again, appreciate you. And uh, I know you, you'll, you'll jump into the wrestling room and put make sure you put your contact there so people can get in touch with you. And if anybody has any questions for NATO, uh, feel free and, and ask him. He'll be happy to reach out. Super nice guy. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Dan. Yes, sir.